When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Last night I had it. I am, I'm now done. I have to mentally check out of the Knicks at least for a little bit. They're down a million points in the first quarter. There is no hope for the Julius Randle injury. OG Anunoby doing some basketball activities without contact. I know they fought. I know they came back a little bit. But Bogdanovich and Burks, it's not working outside of that one game with Bogdanovich hitting a bunch of threes. And now all hope has been sucked out of me with this team. All of it. And it happens with every team I root for. You get a taste. And then the second you start to believe, it gets ripped right out of you. Every time. The Mets a couple of years ago, the 101 win season, you believe they go down to Atlanta, get their asses kicked. And then the Padres come in, kick their ass again. Then the next year's a mess. The Minnesota Vikings have this 13 win season, and the New York Giants went in and beat their ass in a playoff game. And now the Knicks, after the Ananobi trade, are flying championship caliber nobody can beat them and then everybody on the team gets hurt they're gonna be in the play-in why let's not even talk about the football teams that i don't root for around here or the new york jets god damn think about being a jet fan on top of all this it's enough already it's enough thank god for the rangers for god's sakes we'll see if they do something Good morning, Boomer. How are you? Yeah, yeah. Happy Feel Good Friday. Uh, you got a soft off flying start. Man, I feel really good. And I'm so excited today because I got my March-April edition of Baseball Digest. So while you're, you know, uh, pissing and moaning over there, I'm going to be over here reading about whip and war and, oh. you know, what I think my team is going to do this right, year. Right, right. I mean, yeah, the, uh, I mean the honestly. Mets who are not even trying to win this year right, in 2024. Right. Great. Let's just, add them just, to the list. Just, just please calm down for five seconds. Take a breath. Take a breath. Please. Big breath. Come on. Breathe in. Uh, another one. All right. All right. So in through the nose, out through the mouth. Right. It actually sounds like you're pretty clear. Yeah, man. You know, I was I was inspired too by this congestion pricing. Oh, come hearing on. Hearing yesterday. What now? I was inspired by that. People yelling and screaming, fighting, fighting for the rights of us commuters. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But I saw somebody yelling there, and I was like, you know what? That's the guy that should be, like, in the face of these athletes. Exactly. Yes, just he, like you just like you started this show. He needs to be this guy, Raul Rivera. He's got to go into that Knicks locker room, and he's got to deliver that speech. And he's got to say, you know, 
OG Ananobi and Julius Randle, they might not walk through that door right now, but you're the guys that are healthy. You're the ones that have to do it. And Lucifer is, is waiting for you. You'll understand that reference in a little bit when we play this audio. But I have to say, I have to say, look, we were talking about the Knicks. We were talking about their next six games. We were talking about get try to just stay around 500. So they've lost the first two of those next six games. Yep. And now comes a, a game at Cleveland on Sunday. Then they have Atlanta and Orlando and Philadelphia at home for the next four games after that. So, I mean, look, uh, I don't know when Ananobi's going to come back, uh, but <laughs> these last two performances, if, if they're not hitting threes, they don't have a shot. And I think like they've transformed themselves into like a bomb squad. Yeah, I mean, you saw Bogdanovich hit all those threes. The one game he played really good. They win that game. Obviously, he struggled last night. Didn't look like he was comfortable coming off the bench. And, I mean, there will be in that stretch that you're talking about, yep. if you go all the way to the, let's just say, the the first game of the West Coast swing, yep. all the way into mid-March, yep. there will be favored in two of those games. I That's it. Now, listen, I'm Atlanta not, and Portland. I know you come in here and you're angry this morning. I mean, and I, look, uh, like, I mean, this is what I'm watching last night. 17 to 4. I know. I mean, I know. I, and I know they didn't lay down completely, and they did fight back and made a couple runs. I will give them credit for that. But when you're worried about your team, and we're talking about this couple days going in, how they need to have these games, they've got to keep themselves afloat, and then it's 17 to 4 at home? And you still got no positive update yeah, I, about Julius yeah. Randle? All I can tell you is that you just got to hold on until the season is over. You know, the Rangers went through this as well. Uh, they went through like a downturn, a little bit yeah, of a Panarin swoon. and weren't hurt. Yeah, I understand. You know? But but uh, Shesterkin was not playing great. And, you know, that was worrying everybody. And then all of a sudden, February comes around, everybody's healthy, and he starts playing the way that we all know that he can play. So... Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I understand your, your angst. I, I, I told you that this was going to happen. So I got, I you was didn't prepared. think they're going to lose like this. I did was, you? I would, well, no, I didn't think it was going to be 17 to four at one point, but I, I will say that I don't see where they win another game until they at least get Ananobi back. There's a couple of teams out there that I think are fascinating of what they do when they have said that they have committed to a certain guy and have talked this person up. But you know that they could do better, probably. Uh, one of those teams is right here in New York with the New York Giants. When you're talking about this second tier, you know, like what you said about the New England Patriots. Okay, you know, draft Michael Penix later in the draft. Well, the Giants could do something like that later in the draft as well if they wanted to bring in another quarterback. Because I truly believe, I'm going to reiterate this point over and over and over again. If you're going to go down... As a general manager and a head coach, you at least want to go down with the guy that you picked. Unless the owner is telling you you're playing with the guy that I want you to go down with. Okay, <laughs> you know but the owner is going to be the one that fires him. Right, I know. I, I just think that, you know, in this case, the way that this sounds, and I guess tomorrow is going to be quarterback day at the Combine, you know, when this, when this starts to go down and starts to unfold in April... It's going to be really interesting to see if a team gets a little bit nervous and wants to jump back up into a certain spot to grab one of these kids. You know, that's like, I think most people are saying, well, Bo Nix is probably going to be a second rounder. 
Jay, you know, everybody's wondering why is all this conversation around J.J. McCarthy all of a sudden? Like, what did yeah. he do that really distinguished himself other than winning a championship at Michigan? Sure. Which he did, and he played well, but he didn't have to throw as much as these other guys because Michigan had a great defense. Yeah. I mean, also another one of these teams, too, that would be really interesting to me if they went down that route again is the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, so they've got Mason Rudolph, who is uh, a guy that stepped in, played very well for them at the end of the year, who's a free agent. They got Kenny Pickett, who they just drafted a couple of years ago. And Omar Khan came out, the general manager out there, basically did that whole thing about, oh, yeah, we have full faith in Kenny. Same stuff that Joe Shane said about Daniel Jones. But actions speak louder than words. True. And we're going to find out what these guys really think about their quarterbacks in the draft. And this is the time of year where, you know, let's face it, a lot of guys... You know, when I'm just GMs and scouts, this is where they fall in love with a lot of these players. You know, and then you, as you go into the draft, then you start having all the leaks and all the crap that comes out to try to either disparage a guy so maybe he falls lower and then you take him. I mean, there's all that kind of crap that goes on here to all the games behind the scenes. But I, I know watching, I probably have watched about, 12 of Penix's games over the last two years. And every single game, he had a great game with the exception of the national championship game. All right, so if you had the, let's just say, 20th overall pick and you needed a quarterback and Michael Penix was still there, using that pick on him? Uh, I would I would definitely consider doing that, yes. 